0: for tuning in to loser kid pinball podcast we are on episode 117 i am josh roop with me my co-captain as always scott larson and scott it's another beautiful day in pinball land if you're gonna be buying yourself a new machine like venom or what else has come out recently
1: well okay so i I actually just took down my cat okay i finally brought my cactus canyon inside nice so that was uh, that was my big move it's been sitting in my garage for a while and I did buy that through Zach and Nicole at Flippin' Out Pinball, and they are excellent. So if you ever need to contact or find that, uh, uh, scratch that pinball itch, uh, contact Zach and Nicole, and they've always been easy to work with. Definitely. They are awesome.
0: And like I said, the easiest way I contact them is through Facebook Messenger. But you do you, whatever works mm-hmm. best for you. And, and they've got more employees there, so they're they're getting more customer service oriented. And it sounds like they're shipping used games now, which they weren't doing before, yeah. They'll pallet them up and they got some sweet deals on that website. Check out their Facebook page, it's always up to date with the new pins. Our guest this evening has kind of taken pinball by storm. Uh, this man is recording, I swear, like a couple times a week. He's he's about halfway to our episode count. So. I know he's number 66 last I checked. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it took us like two years to get to 100, and so between that, and he's like, Yeah, let's do a podcast, and eh, let's, let's do, do it. some streaming. Uh, let's 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 hang out with Spooky. Let's hang out with Pinball Adventures. Man, this man's just slaying it right now. He's doing great. We want to intru- introduce Don of Don's Pinball Podcast. How you doing, Donald?
2: I am doing fantastically, fantastically fabulous. <laughs> Thanks so much for the invite. Happy to be on, and hanging out with you. You sure. go by
1: Donald or do you go by Don? I go by Don,
2: Donnie, Donald, El Areno, If you're not into the Donnie? whole okay, right. Areno. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Sounds like a bad symptom from uh, like Miralax or something. Don Arena. Yeah,
1: we've all yeah. been there. Yeah. yeah. but it's all good. It's, <laughs> hey, trust me. I I'm in the I'm in the age where I got my colonoscopy and absolutely everybody gets some Don Reno's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's oh been my fun. You know, just, yeah. I'm, well, I'm thanks just, for coming on, Donald. Yeah, I'm just having fun in, in the pinball hobby. I started a podcast oh. this year in January, and it's it's just been it's been fun the whole time, man.
1: Okay. Tell us your story. You said it's been about two years. How did you get into pinball?
2: So I always liked pinball. I remember being a kid, you know, playing in in places and restaurants with my dad. You know, I remember playing fireball back in the day and I I distinctly remember him telling me like, you know, wait for the ball to get to the end of the flipper, then hit it. And you'll usually get stuff. And then ever since then, you know, just growing up, going to arcades at the family entertainment center. And I always go to the wall of pinball machines between that and street fighter two. Right. Um, and then, you know, uh, -hmm. my wife, we started dating, uh, she enjoyed pinball too. So we'd go and play on locations. And then we always used to dream about what it would be great if we could rent a machine for a month or something, you know, and finally make it happen. So now just recently, about two and a half years ago, we got our first machine, a Stern, uh, dark night. We happened to cross, we bought it used from a dealer and then. That was my first time, like, lifting a play field, taking the glass off, you know, soldering something, you know. And so it was just a learning process. And then one begets more, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. And so that just, you know, it, it's like I was just stumbling around and, and then I walked into this world of, like, conventions and, and new games and, and you know, different manufacturers and speculation. And then, you know, started listening to podcasts. and And I was like, man, this is just super fun. How can I do more of this, you know? And you're just looking for a creative outlet, uh, watching YouTube videos and saying, okay, well, let, let's buy some equipment let's see what happens, right? And that's really how it started. So how many games do you have now? I'm up to 10, which is crazy to, to, to say out loud. <laughs> but it's
1: just been, you know, yeah, there, awesome. there, seems to be, there seems to be a year in every pinball, uh, you know, collectors where they go from like one to two and then they immediately go to double digits. Oh yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy because it, it happens to almost every collector. What makes me chuckle is is you've got the bug so bad, man. You
0: you go you travel for work and for those that aren't watching YouTube right now with us, you got a big Lebowski sitting behind you in your hotel room.
2: Uh this is this is accurate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. It's like so, I'm gonna
0: go do some work and and I'll I'll bring, you know, Lebowski with me. Why not?
2: Yeah, yeah. This was a, a 10-hour do, drive one way and I just happened to be passing a place that I occasionally pick up shifts of work at. And so I figured, hey, two birds, one stone. Let's make this trip pay for itself. Um, But I didn't want to leave it out in the truck. So I I snuck it in.
1: (laughs) So did you uh, do you choose which jobs you're going to take depending on which listings on Pinside you're buying?
2: Basically. Yeah. I mean, now I look at shifts and, um, and, and machines and, you know, if I see come across something I like, I'm like Stern pro. Okay. And I calculate how many shifts that would be and then talk to the wife and see if it makes sense. <laughs> you know, somehow I've convinced myself that you know, any kind of extra work from the side hustle doesn't come from family money. And so then it's, it's free sure. for to play around with.
0: I think we've all convinced ourselves of that.
2: So you're mm. not in, we're all in the same boat here. We, we know how you feel.
1: <laughs> okay. So what's your line? What's your lineup right now?
2: So, currently, uh, left to right, I got a Godzilla Premium modded to the nth degree. Uh, got myself a Rush LE, Star Wars Premium with the hyperspace ramp. Rick and Morty just went out. Lebowski's coming in. Uh, what else I got? Scooby-Doo just came in with a buttery butter cabinet. I couldn't say no after touching one in person. Uh, Iron Maiden Premium is in there. But next to that, I got an Elvira Premium, what looks like a 40th anniversary edition, <laughs> just with some upgrades that I've done to it cosmetically foo premium halloween is still kicking around and then i got a ultra vp virtual cabinet
1: okay i think nice. that's all of them geez that's a pretty solid lineup yes it is
0: it's funny because you were talking about how you go like you you just we hit double digits i don't think i've actually ever owned double digits i'm at the highest i've ever been in my collection which is eight right now
2: hmm. so eight is enough. Have- let me tell you
1: <laughs> yeah i i've been knocking on the uh the the second decade of owning pinball machines right now I'm pushing like 18 or 19. So we'll see if I, uh, if I, if I size it down or if I size it up, I think my wife's voting for sizing it down.
0: I, I, this labor day actually marks, I want to say this is the 10th year I've been in pinball now. Okay. Uh, and in that 10 years, I've only owned a total of 32 machines.
1: Wow. Okay. That's actually more than I've owned. <laughs> You, you buy and hold on. I, I, I do. I, guess. I do. I'm a hoarder. I I don't. And The whole business of buying and selling machines, like I'm totally fine with buying it, but I I hate the game of selling games. Yes. And it's just, it, it's totally annoying to me. So it's, yeah, I totally get it.
0: Let's be honest. So like this last couple of years, it was nice because it, it seemed like if you, you bought something you didn't want and you could pretty much flip it pretty quick and not worry yeah. about. I mean, now it's a slog. Slow down. Yeah. Next year's a decade. I'm at nine years this year. I apologize. So, oh,
1: wow. My first games. That's amazing. what happens with pinflation. You just uh, start exaggerating on uh,
0: the length. I know. I know. <laughs> amazing Spider-Man. September 2014. It was Labor Day weekend. Crazy, wow. crazy. So, Anywho.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Down memory lane. You know, I don't think there's uh, anything wrong with having, you know, whether you have room for two games or 30, you know, getting to that number and then, only getting a new one when something really comes out that's better than your least favorite game and then swapping it out that way you always maintain yeah. you know that high level of quality or at least no, i'm just applying that to myself that way
0: the only ones that haven't been high level quality in my collection are the ones that i got for either free <laughs> yeah or for a super sweet deal that i turn around and
1: either fixed up and sold or just sold mm-hmm. so, the free or ones usually what? extract about a hundred hours worth of work from you yes mm-hmm.
0: Or they're just the dumbest thing in the world, and mm-hmm. I feel bad for getting it for free because the person's like, "I'm done with it," and you pick it up, and it's like something like someone installed the flipper coil backwards, <laughs> and it was blowing the the diode on the circuit board, yeah, and at the flipper, and so I had to I had to replace the flipper and or the the diode on the board as well as the flipper and flip the coil around, boom, mm. got that one for free,
1: yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. Anywho. <laughs> Don, what, what's on your hunt next? What are you looking for?
2: To have a great time at Expo. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. Yes. I do have a, a Venom Premium on order. Okay. You know, I, I, I decided about six months ago that I would just go ahead and, and try something. I was going to go in on the next four Sterns, kind of no matter what they were, I'd just get them in, play them, sell them for what I could when the next one comes out and just maybe mm-hmm. have like a rolling spot, right? So then I could always just for four or five months, just have the newest Stern. And see, and everybody told me that you're not going to do that. You're going to end up keeping them and you're going to have to have more room. And so, you know, Foo Fighters, you know, surprisingly came out. I thought Venom was going to be the one. And then Foo Fighters turned out to be amazing with a dead post and, you know, code that is going to get better. And so, you know, I've got that thing powder coated to look like an LE and I like, I love it. And Venom's coming and I'm not ready to get rid of my Foo. So I think people may have been right. You know but i want to i want to stick to you know getting a venom in i i like uh you know modding them up you know adding the, the powder coat the shaker motors the knockers and things and then i'll i'll gift it to somebody you know for for us for a song here when something else comes out
0: yeah see this is this is what you should do you should get four deep and then that yeah. way the fourth one when you're getting rid of it mm-hmm. you're like getting rid of a borg and you're getting a Borg coming in or you know you're getting rid of a, a, a eddie a brian eddie and, and oh,
1: then from all the collectors yeah or yeah, I like designers
2: design, excuse me like always have an L1 in the rotation yeah yeah mm-hmm. or you could be like us and just have almost nothing but Elwins. all ones yeah i mean yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah there's nothing wrong with that
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just something about those games man the, the i don't know if it's the code it's the way it plays I me mean, it's just it's it's all of it it's like it's your yeah. favorite cake you know did
1: you spring for the rush topper too
2: uh yes sir yeah mm-hmm. and in a moment of weakness I got the call from my distro that he had some and I, yeah. it's fun. I wish it was uh, interacted more with the game or came with sure. a mode like the Godzilla one did. Um but it's it's fun watching gears flip around. So yeah. Yeah, I got it. I it know. makes
0: me chuckle. You say it like it's a drug deal like, "Oh, I was in a yeah. moment of weakness." Yeah. And my Jeez. my Jeez. dealer Jeez. called me up and he knew
2: exactly what I
0: wanted and was like, "Dude, got I got the goods." <laughs>
2: You know, they, they tend to call me when I'm out of town, like on my side hustle. So I'm like, oh, good. You know, fresh money that I haven't allocated anything. And then, oh, hey, by the way, we, we have Godzilla toppers just got announced. You know?
0: Yeah, sure. Because I'll take for it. The moment yeah. decisions. Unbeknownst to you, they actually have your Apple ID and they know when you're not home and they're like, oh, he's yeah. working right now. They have an air tag
1: on you.
2: Yeah. Would not surprise me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this point.
1: <laughs> okay. So you branched out from collector to deciding to do your own pinball podcast. So right. talk about that. Talk about that.
2: Yeah. So I, I like listening to the podcast. I love the speculation, like what game's coming out next, you know, who's the rumored developer, who's doing the art, what do we think's going to be in it? Oh, I heard that, you know, Jaws is going to have, you know, a, a sixth flipper on the side or some new mechanism. So mm-hmm. just, you know, listening to everybody, I just kind of fell into that cadence and, you know, I kicked it around back and forth. Like, Hey, you know, I wanted to be creative and and get back into some kind of content creation. I used to do, uh, videos back in the day and like the theme park roller coaster hobby. You can look that stuff Mm -hmm. up on YouTube if you want to see some crazy stuff. You know, so I wanted to get back in. I don't know if video was right. And then, uh, you know, I, I met a a guy at work who podcasts about real estate and, and financial markets and, you know, but just talk to him about the process. And it seemed like something fun to try to do. And then, You know, finally, you know, I don't know if it was a New Year's resolution or whatever, but I decided, heck it, I'm going to go in and and try it and we'll we'll just see what happens, you know. (laughs) If nothing else, I'll have some stickers and some t-shirts and I can walk around on my own merchandise or something.
1: Nice. We never do that. We never do that. Yeah.
2: I am that guy. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just kind of just been steamrollering. you know. Mm -hmm. I just put content out there and I had no idea if people were going to listen. If I'd have, you know, two people listen or five, I was going to be happy with that yeah, people started reaching out and they kind of liked what I did and they gave me suggestions and I just ran with it. And it's, you know, in this hobby, like every four or five days, there's little news nuggets and speculation that drops and then you can just jump on and talk about it. So yeah, yeah, it's just been fun. I don't know. I put the headphones on hear my own voice and it's like, let's go.
1: Well, especially doing a solo podcast, you, you are super flexible to actually just jump on and do whatever you want. It's, Uh, Josh and I have to coordinate schedules. Usually, we're like, uh, "Which day are you free?" So, well, sure. and I also want to congratulate you too
0: because you just hit fifty followers. Correct? Five sorry, five hundred. I apologize. Yeah. I didn't mean to truncate that at all. <laughs> five
1: followers. Good job. Man.
0: Yeah, all five of them. O- only four all of five. them are related to. <laughs> the other three are, are address email addresses I came up with myself. I'm just
2: yeah, it's just been fun. I, I, uh, I, I kind of designed my own take on the, the, uh, the mod for Rush that holds the drumsticks, the uh, Neil yeah. Bird edition. And then yeah. I decided something fun that I didn't see anybody doing. When I started the podcast, I would just advertise, hey, if anybody wants a set of these mods for free, just just send me an address and I'll send them to you. And I sent out like you know, 10 or 15 sets to people. You know, and I'm like, who's doing free mods? You know, why wouldn't people listen to that? <laughs> and then it just kind of yeah. started. Wait, wait. You, ha- you have
1: a drum mod for Neil?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, um, I, I, I I got the 3D printer program going and the CAD or whatever, and, and I designed some mounts for the sticks that you can, the Neil Pert edition that you can get from Amazon. And so they, they screw in pretty easily. They're really little simple mod, but I, I 3D print them and send them
1: out. Really? And okay. I, 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 I want to find out more. I, sure. <laughs>
2: yeah. The the games people, Hans out in Anaheim, he's uh, selling them for me now. And I think they're on Cointaker also.
0: Okay. Nice. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, that, that was fun. Yeah, it's something I made for myself and I shared it with everybody else if they wanted it. But yeah, that was just something fun to do. Then I found out, you know, I, I got artists online to design graphics that I thought were cool and I started putting them on stickers and sending them out to people if they wanted them, you know. Mm. And so, you know, I like getting stuff in the mail. So I figured other people would too. I'm just trying to put back out, you know, things that, you know, do things that I would like to enjoy, you know, or, or, you yeah, know, sure. stickers I would like to have on my water bottle, you know.
0: Didn't you jokingly do like new zip ties for the Godzilla topper as a yeah. mod too?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> so the topper got released. Everybody saw like, oh look, they took the sculpt from the game and then just zip tied yeah. to the topper, mm, and it was yeah. a black zip tie. And I'm like, okay, what I'll do is the the Neo Atomic Edition zip tie upgrade mod for the Godzilla topper because I had a fluorescent green zip tie, and I put it on there for fifteen dollars and put it on pinside. But yeah, I wrote that I would include a free T-shirt with it, too, you know?
1: <laughs>
2: sure, yeah. They did, they did take it down after a couple of days, but got a chuckle. Oh, I, that's too on my topper, so it's there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. You have to have it, apparently.
2: Yeah, so for, so uh,
1: for listeners
2: of this, if you want the Atomic Neon Green Godzilla Zipper Top Mod, just just email me or someone to show it, and they'll get it to me. I'll send it out for free.
1: <laughs> I, I, I do have the uh, Godzilla Topper. <laughs> so... That'd what, be awesome. I was going to say I that. that <laughs> I don't know if you saw that
0: Godzilla mod that uh, Stumbler's backing. Though. It, it's like the atomic breath Godzilla with the, oh, the lighting cool. up fins. Holy yeah. crap. If you I've, could strap that to the top of your topper.
2: I've got it. And I'm on a list for a second one to put on the topper to see if it actually works. Nice. Oh, wow. Stumbler does some good stuff. Yeah. I got the, the neon oh, yeah. Tokyo sign. Yeah. Good I need stuff. to
1: get the second one. I got the first one. I, I still need to get the second one. I'm a little behind. I got the second one. It's sitting
0: right over here. I, I just need to install it. I need to find time. Yeah. You know? That's, that's,
1: that's the a thing. harder, one of the hardest commodities come by around nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have to find an afternoon to commit to something. If I'm going to either troubleshoot a game or move something, I have to block out about two or three hours because otherwise it just gets gobbled up. There's no way, no way you can do, Oh, I'm just going to do this quick pinball thing. It just never happens.
0: Okay. Oh. Side tangent. He says that, and I don't mind that I'm in the text group, but he has me in the
1: text group with Butch Pill and they're trying to trouble troubleshoot his cactus okay. canyon. Yeah, sorry I, about that. I, I decided not to transition. So my, yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'll tell the story. So I finally got my cactus canyon downstairs, and I I, I couldn't. Uh, the mine shaft just seemed you know to be not working like it normally does, and so I I texted Butch. I'm like Butch. I'm like Hey what is this like, how do I troubleshoot this? I see like a, a, a check this switch, but it, it there's three uh, on the schematics, it shows the same location for three numbers. And so we were texting back and forth and yes, yeah, so sadly I, I started on the text thread with Josh. And so probably for about two or three hours, Josh was getting texts uh, back and forth between Butch and me. And uh, okay, eventually we did figure out what's going on and Chicago Gaming Company, they. They actually are sending out the parts that I need to fix it.
2: That's awesome. So that that
1: that was really sweet of them. Uh, Just uh, solid uh, stand behind their stand behind their product. So,
2: I mean, I think that's all any of us really ask for. You know, I had a problem with my uh, opto sensor on on my Foo Fighters when I first got it for the Overlord Mm -hmm. shot. Raven Davidson jumped in the little thread on Facebook. Like, can you do the switch test? And he diagnosed it for me. And yeah, we got it fixed out. It was great.
1: Now Ray, Raymond's great, especially w- when I have questions on games he's coding. I'm like, "Hey, uh, Ray, Witt, how do you do this?" <laughs> so,
0: remind me what game you're coding next?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We don't do that, but try to talk him into slipping up.
0: So I got to tell a story though. I think right. who was it that they work at Stern? I'm not going to say who they are, but they they work on pinball machines. Like they're actually on the teams. And they said it was when they had received threats of not putting certain content into a machine that they were supposedly working on. And this person was at a wedding, like was like the best person, <laughs> I guess the best man. Anywho, but they uh, like, yeah, I'm done. That's what they like ended up yeah. jumping off of like Pinside and stuff like it's, that. Cause just...
1: That's when you take fandom to a new level and probably a little over the top yeah like, just a too hey, i know you're designing something can i give you some pointers
2: yeah it, and, and by the way yeah put this in there or there'll be problems yeah no that that's not yeah. it's never an okay thing yeah <laughs> yeah no ridiculous well
0: don you got to stream with spooky did you just call it bug and was like hey i'm coming to your place like that
2: yes. was <laughs> So I w- I went down to the Louisville Pinball Expo in, I think March or February last year mm-hmm. and I just kind of spent the whole weekend either just kind of hanging out with them at their booth or at the flipping out booth and just going back and forth and we were just you know ha- hanging and talking and we're both from Wisconsin you know and I'm only a couple hours north of them and I was like hey you know I'd really like to come down and see the factory sometime you know they talked about the new
1: where in Wisconsin are you
2: I'm in near Stevens Point Wisconsin it's right there in the center along the river about an hour Appleton? and a half north by Appleton. Appleton's about an hour and a half. Madison's an hour and a half. Yeah, so, uh, so, so you're years. in the, sen-
1: the center of everywhere. Yeah, right the my, my, my sister lives in Appleton, so.
2: Oh, awesome! Yeah, I'll, I'll swing by yeah. and say hi next time by. I go.
1: Well, next time I come out, I'll have to swing by and play your Big Lebowski.
2: Absolutely, come by. Yeah, the Don Cade is 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 firing on all cylinders, man. It's a, a V10, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, but you know, I was just talking to him you know, and and said, Hey, you know, I got this podcast, maybe I can come down and get an interview or something. So they said, sure. So I had my Scooby on order. It was just recently available. So I went down there, they gave me a whole factory tour. They bought me Mm -hmm. lunch. They let me, you know, to see like their whole works and everything. Um, And then we did like what people thought was an awesome interview too, you know, and I was just asking the questions that I was curious about. And then they said, Hey, we should come up and stream sometime because Spooky's just got into streaming on Twitch and uh, they were looking to stream a Rick and Morty. I had one with a Jerry ramp and yeah, they just, they came on up and we had a blasty blast.
1: Mm -hmm. And they hadn't seen it before you streamed, right? Right. Right. Like they had, they actually hadn't seen the Jerry ramp.
2: Correct. Yeah. So it was fun watching them, you know, try it out. And and they really liked it. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: now they're gonna be hitting <laughs> you up to like, yeah, make it a, if they ever redo Rick and Morty, they're gonna be like, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah they the did, which, that,
2: comes up, that comes up all the time. People ask them, like, just do another run of Rick and Morty, you know, pull a JP 30th on it and just run them. And they're like, no, we're holding to our word. We're not making any more. But They've got they're they're in good with the 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 licensing folks with Warner Brothers who owns Adult Mm -hmm. Swim and everything. And they said if there's demand and we get a lot of people asking for it, they may just do another Rick and Morty game. You know, they would read that license to do something completely new and different. So if people want that, let them know. Right, Mm, interesting. I get that out there. (laughs) You know, like a whole game based on blips and chips or something. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. The in, awesome. the, in, the in universe arcade. Yeah. With, with the Roy game, but like really expand on that. Man, I got so many ideas.
0: <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to get up for a job. You're going to be doing, that will be your side, side hustles. You'll yeah. be working for spooky while also doing all this stuff too. Let's do it. I,
2: I, I'd be down.
1: <laughs> Ben's an awesome doing for spooky. Okay. So you said that you have a, now, do you have a Scooby-Doo? Have you played it? Like, I know you've played it. But, oh yes. Okay. I,
2: I I have it. Number 753 butter cabinet is collector's edition is downstairs in the arcade right now.
1: Okay. How, how's the reception on it? Cause I, I still have yet to play it.
2: Oh man. So yeah, I, I played it. I played one of the first ones that came out of the factory. It went on location in Madison, you know, cause it's nearby. I uh, actually live streamed that on just on Facebook. That was fun. And, and it, it's, it's great i mean you know seeing it in location and, and at the expos is one thing but like getting it in your house that wide mm-hmm. body with all the sculpts that are in there not just flat plastics um you know back alley creations you know created you know like whole castle sculpts and the portcullis yep. and everything the game plays like like it's not a brutal game like it's a different type of game sure. it's not yeah. it's, easy, easy. it's an easy
1: rider game yeah, yeah. it's fun I mean,
2: if you're a tournament player you could probably play it for hours at a time but you know it's challenging the theme is really integrated into it and it's like the game that has my 12 year old daughter actually asking to play with me so that was Mm -hmm. pretty revolutionary you know (laughs) she's typically like not really you know she's too cool for the Don's pinball arcade downstairs or you know playing with dad but that was one where she's like come play with me you know and -hmm. she starts screaming when she gets the captain cutler multi-ball it's like it it is fun you know so it's a good game to have in my lineup. Like it fits perfectly. I love the theme. The art is on point. It's like, you know, someone took uh, Alice Cooper's nightmare castle, and just expanded on that idea. Mm-hmm. Made the shots, you know, more, you know, more forgiving, more fun, less rejecty, but still kind of keep that aesthetic, but then make it family friendly.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. I bet it earns pretty well on location actually.
2: Yeah. I, I've, I've heard that from, from some operators. Yeah. You know, it, it's a fun game. I've got it, you know, dialed in now. You know, one of the only issues I, I would notice on location sometimes because it uses the auto launcher. Sometimes mm-hmm. it wouldn't hit right and the, the ball would rattle and it would lose energy and it would take a couple shots to get up there. Mm-hmm. That happened to mine, all I had to do was make sure that the forks were aligned. And now it's like the best launching one I've ever played. So, mm. yeah. And then the guys are aware of the issue. They're, they're working on it. Um, and so, yeah, that's really the only, only thing I've seen with it. Otherwise, it's been playing great out of the box. Like, we love
1: it. Awesome. Nice.
2: And just getting That's the awesome. getting the mystery machine multi ball and having the Scooby Doo theme just come on, you know, through Spooky's sound system in mm-hmm. your home is fantastic.
0: Don, I don't want to, I don't want to shortchange you on what talking about you, but we do have a list of stuff we want to kind of go over, and I figure let's, let's start at the top of this list and see what you, your thoughts along with, with with ours. So sure. Did you see the new mystery company posting their their what was it that the the LCD and They they posted a lockdown lockdown bar,
1: a powder coated lockdown bar that looked like a kind of a copper color. And then they actually had a, an LCD in the back box that was being, that was updating. It said updating, but you could see a reflection (laughs) down. Now it seemed like most of the play field was covered, which I'm sure was intentional. And you could see a little bit of the wire forms, but it. I love wire forms. I know Don on your last podcast, you were talking right. about the wire forms. And so I'm excited to see the ball because I love just seeing the ball move.
2: Yep. Se- seeing
1: the ball move takes me back to, um uh, when I, when I first wanted a pinball machine, it was because I watched Sesame street and Sesame street had the, you know, the one two three four five six seven oh, eight I'm nine like ten eleven twelve Yeah. I had the pinball thing that went around and I thought that's ah, the coolest thing ever. And yeah, that that's, um, It's, it, it looks really cool. So I'm just curious to see, what do you guys think? Do you guys think this is a remake? Or do you think it's an original concept? Oh,
2: yeah, I, I didn't think of that take there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, seeing it, I I saw the back box innards, and I can't make heads or tails of that, really. But, yeah, I did go back and see that reflection. And, you know, for me, any kind of, like, vehicle on a track I'm into, whether it's a roller coaster, a monorail, a dark ride, log flume, or pinball tracks. So, Mm -hmm. I I just, I have no idea. I didn't even consider that it could be, like, an old remake of something from the Mm -hmm. Exclamation Point Company, because they don't have a name, but they have this Exclamation Point logo. Mystery Company.
1: Maybe they're just called Mystery Pinball. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Yeah, that'd be hilarious, actually. But you can, <laughs> well, see
1: wire, you can see wire forms down by the right foot because it's mirrored. You can see it down by the right flipper and you can also see one um, by the upper, uh, sorry, down by the left flipper and then and the upper right of the play field. So I'm trying to figure out if there's a, if there's an existing game that would have those wire forms.
0: Well, and the other point, the other reason it could be a remake, if you look at the circuit boards, they're Fast Pinball. So that's our friend Aaron over at Fast Pinball. That's true, yeah. And then been using his boards in the Haggis games. So, mm-hmm. you know, Centaur and Fathom. So it's a good possibility this could be a remake, whatever they're showing us. I do love that it's an LCD. It looks very sternish. I feel mm-hmm. like that's going to get some bonus points uh, down the road. And, and I think it's going to be easier to accept. And uh, another thing, too, my understanding, there's more than one mystery company. So this is this, is the this company is doing a it. mystery company. Okay. <laughs> yes. But there's, there's another one that hasn't revealed themselves e- either. Mm-hmm. So which is interesting because we've had we had Tilt Bob reveal back around P- Pinball Expo or not Pinball Expo, Texas Pinball Festival. Road mm-hmm. trip. That, who did Ninja Eclipse?
2: Oh, Turner, right?
0: yeah turner so they they revealed themselves at expo as well mm-hmm. at pinball P-F. texas pinball festival tpf
2: tpf
1: yeah
0: so it's interesting especially with the market we can definitely see the mark the the bubble may not have burst but the the, the market has deflated. softening it's softening, yeah, it's, softening. Yeah. it's not and so yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see where this is all heading especially that we know there is a Twilight remake coming too that's been kind of well, it's been rumored
1: forever. So I could have swore someone saw sent some pictures of, of them. Uh, that's been like built. a long standing like hey, they're going to make this. So Yeah. Yeah, they um, keeps changing,
2: yeah, <laughs> who it's going to be.
1: Yeah. Maybe uh Pinball Circus is that who it was? That was making Mafia and and then remaking the oh geez, like the, the, the Capcom, the Kingpin. That yeah, yeah. And I I haven't heard anything from that, so I I think that one's dead. There's well, what's funny is they originally were trying to make Pinball
0: Circus. So right. if you've never seen a Pinball Circus, go to uh, well, IPDB or whatever. Maybe there's yeah. only two or three in the world. One mm-hmm. of them's that. Is in the Pinball Hall of Fame in Vegas, yeah. which wasn't working when I went a couple months the, ago. The but, last couple times I've been to the Pinball Hall of Fame, it's been down. So, but they they want to remake Pinball Circus for the mass, and then they decide they're going to make moth or Pinball, not Pinball Mafia. Countdown. What is it? It's a uh, kingpin. 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 Yes, they're going to make yeah. kingpin okay. to help raise funds so they could make Pinball Circus. Yeah, and we haven't <laughs> heard much sense. So, yeah, but yeah, it, it's good to see that Pinball people are still making Pinball, and I hope that when these launch, they do well. Uh, my understanding is these mystery companies are, I mean, as you can see from the photos, they're building them to pretty much have them ready. So when they actually do show, they're going to say, Hey, these, these are shipping today, which I think is brilliant. I think that I think
1: you have really to. the only, yeah, yeah it's well, the only well, avenue
0: yeah. you can take. So
1: yeah, there, there are, um, that's a, unless you have a game that people know about. So cactus Canyon is actually finally, it's coming out. It's a great game. It's a fun game. It's high quality, but it's surprising that people were willing to wait that long yeah. because pinball attention is very short mm-hmm. and and people move from game to game so quickly. I and mean, even, and we talked about this, that, or John, Donna, sorry, Don, I think you talked about this, that Foo Fighters, it's a great game and they made a ton of them. And now people are thinking, oh, okay, well, we're going to move that game and get another one. And so there's a, there's a surplus of used games out there which yeah. hasn't been hasn't been the situation for three years.
2: Yeah, I just cursually took a glance at Foo Fighter Premium the other day, and I saw there was like 14 of them just on pin side, you know, and they yeah. were adding to every day. Not yeah. because it's a bad game and there's still no. code updates to come, but, you know, if Jaws is around the corner or, you know, Indiana Jones or any of these like AAA titles, like, you know, if people want to make room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm optimistic that by the time the Pulp Fiction LEs come out, people will actually be dumping their uh, their pre-order spots for whatever the new thing is, and I can scoop one up. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's
0: just like, you know, we were part of that kind of – it was a media blitz from P3 because they were doing another soft relaunch of – final resistance because mm-hmm. it kind of got weighed down with the seven other machines that was released
1: at Texas pinball festival. That was
2: nuts. Yeah. It was just, yeah. yeah. Every couple of days, here's another game. Here's another game.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so did, did you get your, your, uh, GTF though?
2: No, sir. No, no, I, <laughs> I didn't go in on that. <laughs> I was trying to work a deal to trade my Halloween for one, but then it ended up not going through and, and I'm okay on that for
1: right now. I, I'm wondering how many, how many, like, uh, I, it frustrates me when a company I think has the best of intentions, but is not producing to the volume that we would hope they would. And uh, American pinball seems to be falling into that category where it's, we just haven't heard anything from them.
2: Where are the like, tanks? We,
1: you know? Yeah. The, where, where are they? So.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, there's got to be less than a hundred made because I can't, yeah. I can't think of many arcades that have one on location. I think it's a great location game, you know. Sure. This is something you know maybe the home people aren't rushing out to buy them, but they would go out and play them on location. And if I I, I would, play, I play it, it on
1: location. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, I would totally get one. I think it would earn well. Um, I don't think David Fix was wrong when he said some places it's out earning Foo Fighters on location, but that's probably mm-hmm. because everybody has a Foo Fighters at home or a friend, right. home, but they don't have a t- GTF. So mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's play the dang thing. I do like playing it. It frustrates me. <laughs> but uh, every time I step up, I'm like, all right, I'm really going to enjoy this. I love the lights. I like the music. The art is good. You know, Franchi did a great job on it. And then, you know, balls start jumping off the wire forms and rolling over the plastics. And yeah. Like, oh, you have to strangle you game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of companies trying to move pinball machines. Sure. If that's not a great segue, I don't know what is. Dun, dun, dun. Stern Pinball moved into their new huge factory. And this, if you have not watched the video on Facebook, this thing is massive. Mm-hmm. It is crazy to see that they're in a space this big. And I actually got some insider information on this as well. Let's hear it. So I guess it wasn't necessarily stern idea to move to the bigger factory. The one that they just left, I guess there is a giant T1 internet line going right, right next to that building. And some software company that needs access to uh, the fastest speeds of internet you can to you know buy or rent or whatever you want to call it. They approached the landlord, said, "Hey, we want this building." The landlord said, "Hey, the people moving in will pay to help move you." And then Schwanberg's like, "We'll help move you too because it's it's money for the city as well because that's a big Grove. Know, Elk Grove, Elk oh, Grove, Elk Grove. Sorry." Mm-hmm. And so it just turned into this like it was a win-win-win for everyone and so i don't know how much CERN actually paid going into this building but it seems like they were very well taken care of to move to this place and not only that like yeah they'll have a a bigger overhead now because obviously you've seen how big this place is there is that there's that slight concern but moving from building to building Mm -hmm. usually costs you a ton of money that's why a lot of people don't like to move it seemed like Stern got the better end of the deal on the, this move. So it was, it's really great to see them getting up. This, this was just crazy random happenstance that happened to him. So, and it's, and I've been told it's only like three or four buildings down from their old building too. So,
1: <laughs> okay. So here's the, here's the question. Anytime something big happens, what are the possible downsides of moving?
0: You're just, you've got to figure out how to just get that line going again and get mm-hmm. it efficiently. And, I think things break, uh, in moving, I mean, you've got, you've got giant expensive equipment and uh, there's just, you got downtime, you're not producing machines. So, uh, I know the last time they moved, they said it'd only take a couple of weeks, it ended up taking about three full months before they were back to a hundred percent capacity right. and and granted, the, like I said, I, I mean, it's not three buildings, man, it's three blocks, but still it's fairly close to their old building. And so the move isn't as hard on them. They're not moving clear across town. Or yeah. They're not moving
1: time. from Jersey. Yeah. So, yeah. so I
0: guess this has really helped move
2: as well. So, I mean, I, I think like the banner year they've been having or banner year and a half has really helped too. <laughs> mm-hmm, <yeah. laughs> like they were struggling and had to move in the middle of a struggle. Yeah. That's the, true.
1: The one challenge I can think of is anytime you scale up, so that's the big problem in business. You want to have some sort of flexibility to scale up and scale down. And as long as the new company and the new, the new location, because the square footage is enormous, as long yeah. as that, that is a benefit, then great. But what happens when things turn is the increased footprint of their factory going to end up biting them? Because I'm wondering I when you're, I doubt they're getting it for the same price. So the, the rent has to go up. The heating has to go. Everything has to go up with it, but I could be completely wrong on that, but that's my main concern with that. And also moving while you're still selling a lot of games. Yeah. My understanding it's about one
0: and a half times more than what they are paying. Now. Right. I don't, that's just a number that was tossed okay, out to so me. A, I don't know how accurate that is, but that's
1: a 50% increase in your overhead. I mean, yep, anybody who runs a business knows that that's, that's substantial. Yeah. Yep. So. so they have to move more machines to pay for that. Yep.
2: Either that or develop, yeah. you know, more product lines or something. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know, expression lights, maybe get those out. Maybe there's still some demand for those.
1: <laughs> more to- more toppers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, let out that space for storage to other companies or something, have it as a flex. That's true. Yeah.
0: I don't understand why they're not producing more accessories. I mean, look at toppers they're selling them for like a thousand
1: bucks a pop And the markup on those has to be like, okay. But the caveat is I don't know how much it costs them to build it. Okay. But there's no chance that they are not. Okay. There's little chance that they are not making a killing percentage wise on what the toppers cost to make versus what they, what They sell them for,
0: but the shipping's a lot less. The overhead on is a lot less versus Mm -hmm. a pinball machine. Obviously you need to sell the pinball machine to have the accessory, but it just, it seems like quick may not easy money, but it seems like it could be
1: quick. Well, easy money, a good alternative revenue source. Yes yes Certainly, yeah. And they,
2: and I, yeah i don't think like the volume is is quite there like you know uh, uh, a little tykes play set or something that's about the same size that you can get you know injection molded from china and sell tens of thousands yeah. of them right but but still yeah something's got to be said for like you know the demand is there there shouldn't be a reason that you know you know what you could build enough for you know enough enough demand minus one or something you know yeah
0: or even because expression lighting it's you know it's across
1: all music pins why don't why don't they hit those hard right too, that, that seems crazy because that's such a focus on on all of the music pins like it, if i it, could i'd
0: put it on my foo fighters but it's a pro so i have i don't have that option right so
2: oh that's right they did away with it with the, with the pros yeah yeah mm-hmm. i've got some led zeppelin lights in my <laughs> premium
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> in in your premium oh in your foo fighters premium premium oh, yeah yeah that's funny yeah, so nice. I, I got those early on. I
2: saw them pop up on Pin Side, so I snatched them. Yeah. But uh Pin Stadium's coming out with their own version of it. Uh, I've got sure. them on order, so I was gonna try them out and then you know just kind of see. I have regular Pin Stadiums on right now, which you know I like the effect, but I don't like that they kind of hang over into the play field. You have to remove mm-hmm. them to play field. I,
1: I had some in and that was my challenge with black rose, because you kinda have to get under the play field a lot on black rose. Yeah. And so it became a little challenging just to to take them on and off. And eventually I just put some invisible glass on there and that really helped out. So it's, yeah, I, I know that the new, uh, that was a very old version. The newer profile I think is much better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But still, I'm excited about, you know, the, the Penn stadium type tech, but it fits into that groove, you know, so you mm-hmm. can't lift the play field, move it around without having to take them off every time. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I'll try them out and I'll let everybody know what I think. Sounds great.
0: Well, I want to hurry and wish a happy birthday to Scott. He just had his birthday a couple days ago.
2: Hey,
0: I uh, appreciate everyone reaching out on Facebook and uh, hitting up our post with with his twin, his doppelganger, Colin McAlpine. Yeah,
1: the <laughs> Colin's a much better player than me. I'm like the troll version of uh, Chimp flipping. Yeah, all you
0: got to do is get him some platform shoes and some contacts, and just he could he could enter as you into a tournament and just place. Scott Larson,
1: it's, it's possible, but yeah, no, Colin is, uh, Colin's also one of the nicest guys on the planet, just in case you've never ran into him. So, yeah. I I
0: don't know if you saw that picture of him, but he looked like Fabio before he started, uh, being the director over the Texas pinball festival tournament, but apparently he lost all of his hair and his height because of being a, be a tournament director. and,
1: And, and apparently being Italian, Cause isn't Fabio Italian? <laughs> Something like that too. We must have yeah. lost the Italian. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, 49 now. Uh, it's i uh, I'm solidly in the uh, dad rock demographic. So guess, let's, sir. Uh, let's get journey. Let's get Bon Jovi. Let's get Def Leppard. Probably be on board with the Motley crew. That would be challenging, but you know, all, all those eighties glory bands. We need to I thought we're out.
0: skipping all that because they came out with Food Fighters and now that we're hitting 90s, we're skipping all that to.
1: Yeah, to the they went back with Led Zeppelin, so we're gonna have
0: Green Day, we're gonna have some 41, oh, we're gonna have Linkin Park,
1: you know,
0: Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. I'm, our, I'm, yeah, Wu Tang, Beastie Boys.
2: Yeah. I'm still gonna. I have a perennial ask for Jimmy Buffett at some point, Margaritaville. Yeah. Like, yep. I think it would slam. I don't know. Maybe that's just for me personally. Maybe that'll be my homebrew project, but. <laughs> would love that absolutely
0: i think with his passing i saw a ton of pinball people that are like we're gonna miss you and i was like maybe this is their sign
2: yeah i mean i got that volcano at the end of the play field that ejects balls for the multi-ball down the wire form ramp you know (laughs) margarita i think he'd be
0: more well received than prince and prince was more expensive than the beatles absolutely yeah but
1: well i'm going to move on expo expectations what, what we thinking I know that there has been speculation that Stern's going to announce a game, possible, but I am going to go on the line and say that there's no chance that it's a cornerstone. No, there's a possibility that it's a vault edition of some sort or just a a run of an older thing. So maybe, uh, maybe like a vault edition of Stranger Things or something like that. But yeah. but uh, I I it'll be small, whatever. If there is an announcement, it will be, have a minimal impact on what their schedule is because there's no chance they're going to throw in a, a monster release right after Venom because Venom was released in this in the soft spot of the lineup in that it's a summer release. Typically, they struggle more to sell volume, and Venom is it's a challenging... It's a challenging sell because it's totally different than anything else in pinball because it's, it's more of a, it's more of a video game version of pinball, which they needed to do at some point, but it's so hard to get people to adapt. As Marty has always said, people in pinball are always saying the same thing. We want new, but, but not that. (laughs) And and I think that uh, the Foo Fighters or sorry, that, Venom is going through that a little bit in that it is a completely different approach to a game. And if it's already struggling to, to sell as much as, uh, as I would, I would imagine to be considered a success, but maybe this was their, their test case, right? This is, this yeah. is patient zero. They're trying to see if there's something they can do possibly. And I concern about this, but I know what's gotta be coming like DLC content and kind of a, a microtransactions or whatever, because this is a new way. This is the wave of so many games in the future that if pinball keeps releasing the same things, eventually the dad rock population is going to get old and die. Yep. And then where are you going to be? So that that that's my take on expo and at least, stern's part you guys can run with uh that or you can run with whatever else you want on pinball predictions
2: sure yeah i'll take off on that yeah so i I see venom in the code of like this progressive play you know log in go up levels and then you know if you can't beat the boss with 10 shots at level 10 you get to level 20 and it's only five or something but now take that concept of like creating a profile, building up levels and apply it to Pokemon, right? Where you can Mm -hmm. collect and unlock, you know, all 150 Pokemon characters, level up your Squirtle, you know, evolve them. And then when you go to arcade to arcade, you can lock in and play your character at your level or whatever. And maybe the whole play field lighting changes to whatever type Pokemon you are. I don't think that's going to be, you know, this November, December release that's announced at Expo. I think there will be something announced. I think, we, you know, we've heard the rumors that the production schedule in November and into December has been opened up, and we don't know what's filling up in there. You know, the Star Wars and the Bond runs were pushed over to January, February or March. So I think we may see something, but I agree. I don't think it would be a cornerstone. But who, who knows? You know, it might be, you know, anything from a Kapow title to a vault, I think, would be the two most likely things.
0: I can I can guarantee it's not a a a cornerstone. I mean, you'd be cutting out the legs out from Venom at this point. Kill Venom, yeah. And you just you can't, especially if the rumor is Elwin is next. I'm curious though if he's going to be able to overcome the Winter Curse. If if you don't know what the Winter Curse is about, check out our episode 55 when we talk about the Winter Curse on there. But as far as Expo expectations, uh, I'm intrigued to see Pinball Ventures. I know that they have have stated that they're going to have elements there. So it's going to be interesting to see that game, and and also uh, Punny Factory. I haven't played that yet. I hope Ryan McQuaid brings his Sonic Pinball because that that game is awesome. That's fun. Uh, it always had a line, and it was funny because I was playing it.
1: Did you ever play it? I, I did. did play
0: it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually it's an awesome theme integration game. Yes. Definitely. A, it it was certainly on the easier side. Because uh, it was, you know, it was a it was a homebrew and the the ramps were wide open because I could hit them easily <laughs> without even modifying my shots. Uh, that just shows you how easy it was. But it was still like thematically, it was th- it was awesome. Like it yeah. felt like a, you know, it felt like a very high end uh, homebrew that could be modified and transitioned toward a production you definitely have to tweak the, the play field to make it more challenging. Yeah. What what a great theme. Do you
0: think Spooky will have something there? I
1: know it's only been 10 months since Scooby-Doo and they're still
0: producing them, but do you think they, we start getting some hype for their next game?
2: So uh, I, I don't think so. Not not at Expo. Yeah, no. TPF, more likely. Right. You know, yeah. Talking to the guys, I, I don't know what their next theme is and I didn't press them too hard on it. I want to be surprised too. I don't know how many units of Scooby-Doo they've sold, only that it's not sold out. But you know, speculating-wise, you know they're in the 900s or so with the build. If they sold 1,500 or 1,600 games, they, they're over halfway. They did claim that. So with them making 26 games a week, I would expect them by March to maybe have something new for the line. I know their new production facility will be going online around that time. So there's potential for a TPF or something for Spooky, but I don't think we're going to see anything new announced at Expo
0: yeah I, I, it's hard to say anything will be because i mean we it was hit so hard in march for tpf and Right, it's the only two i can think of is is stern you know will might have announcement there i mean for sure we know pinball venture will because they they have said we're going to have elements there at
2: they're taking deposits that just went live
0: yeah that just did go live and i'm actually i'm impressed at their price points they're high end seven thousand. Their low end's what six sixty mm-hmm. two. Don't quote me. <laughs> I mean that
2: includes shipping.
0: Yeah, and so that 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 was kind of a shocker as well. I just was like, huh. It'll be interesting to see. And they're only making hundred and twenty five of these games, six thousand five hundred for the standard, seven thousand for the night edition. Uh, five hundred dollars non non refundable deposit is required to place order. I mean, that's what Spooky's doing. So I guess Spooky doesn't do that. I apologize. Some of the distributors for Spooky have been asking for non refundable right. deposits. So, anywho, I, it's going to be an interesting expo. I'm, I'm glad to at least play Venom there. I haven't seen a Venom out in the wild yet. So,
2: yeah. Are we going to see anything, well, JJP, do you think?
1: No, nah, good really. question.
2: Here's my, here's my speculation, because if there's... Ellie's of godfather inbox you know looking for buyers is, is there a need to run more of those and then if they're running out of production mm-hmm. for the ce's are they going to have a line that needs to have something to go on it
1: right there's a possibility it, 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 there's a question about uh, distributors basically not picking up new allotments because mm-hmm. yeah. you can always sell games as long as distributors are willing to stockpile them but you had so many games that right now are, are readily available from multiple distributors, which tells me that distributors are stocked up at least right now. So if they're stocked up, then JJP doesn't want to sit on, you know, a hundred to 200 games because that's just uh, stuff that they are not going to be moving anytime soon. So it makes sense for them to, to get elton john out there and uh and to see what the demand is on that and then they could always run more of the godfather as as need demands
0: yep i agree well i want to i want to play a game i know don i don't you this is your first time on our podcast but we occasionally do what's called segment steal where we steal someone else's segment from a different show and it kind of is an homage and honor to them if you haven't listened to slap save pinball i don't know if you can actually find them on podcatchers anymore maybe jason fowler it was a wonderful show pretty awesome takes anywho they used to do what was called flip bolt torch if you're not familiar with this game what it is is we pick a year in pinball we go through the list of the pinball machines that were made that year we decide which one we would get just to specifically flip which one we would bolt to the floor and which one we'd would torch or you could throw off the roof like todd tucky which i gotta say just two seconds weird <laughs> tangent i was it's looking right. at todd tucky's top videos do you know there's only like one video in his top 10 that actually has pinball in it the rest are like arcades and like pachinko machines like a pachinko machine is his number one yeah. dude video it's really weird but him throwing that pinball machine off the roof hey, it wasn't it that
1: street fighter like i i recall it being something like that
0: I don't want uh, – now that you say that, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. I don't know which game it was. I don't want to say it was Street Fighter, though. But it just – it makes me chuckle. Like, that's really sad that, like, Todd Tucky is probably one of, one of the most synonymous names of pinball that I know. Like, whenever I was looking for a pinball machine, you type it in, and I swear TNT amusements would come up, and you would see whatever game. And, you know, Todd's hollering at people. and But it just – it's weird that his top ten videos – pinballs in like one of them and yeah. so it was kind of goofy anywho <laughs> so we're gonna play flip, flip bolt torch we decided on the year we just picked around ra- year at random
1: mm-hmm. what year did we pick scott we picked a banner year for pinball my friends we picked the blockbuster of 2007 Ooh. yes so and this is basically the dark days, the wilderness, the lone and dreary wilderness, the, um, uh, the wasteland of pinball where it was on life support. So that's where we are. So
0: I'm going to read off this list and we've decided that, cause there's some really obscure games in this year. And, and we've okay, are you going to read um, off the list? or Are you going to let us choose? So let me read off the list and okay. then you can choose from the list. Okay. Obviously the audience, if you want to play along, you can just, we'll, we'll make a post of this later, or you can post it on this episodes link, uh, on our Facebook or Instagram, wherever you want. Uh, just remember you're picking one to flip one to bolt one to torch. Okay. These are the games. Big bang bar. This was the remake. This was, mm-hmm. this was, a uh, Gene Cunningham making the last 191 of these games.
1: By the way, great article if you ever, it, I think the article was written, When Pigs Fly, it was someone who went through the background on the remake of Big Bang Bar. Excellent read, you can find it, just Google it.
0: Also, Chris Bucci, if you haven't checked him out, he's on YouTube. He did an unboxing of Big Bang Bar when it came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. He bought one. And it's crazy, because like Gene Cunningham Dump I guess it wasn't even a remake. Let me apologize. When Capcom went under, they only made like 10 big bang bars. Mm -hmm. I want to say. Yeah. Well, Gene Cunningham bought up the rights because he there was 191 parts for full machines. And Mm -hmm. so he decided that he was going to make the last 191 and sell them off. And supposedly the first of that 191, it's like all gold plated underneath the I can't remember. And it's all signed by everyone that worked on it. If you ever find this thing, I want
1: to see. If you have one of these, let us know. I'd love to see pictures or to play it.
0: Definitely. Okay. So Big Bang Bar. Okay. Dell Jr., which is NASCAR remade. That's Pat Lawler. Mm -hmm. Family Guy, which, you know, then Shrek came after that. Mm -hmm. We're including this, even though there was only one made. Good morning, America. (laughs) I want it. Thank you, Scott. (laughs) I, we're gonna include these, but we're not. I I don't know. There's zizzles. Yeah. yeah so, you know what? We can get whatever we want. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, true. it's our year, right? Marvel superheroes and Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. If you've never seen a zizzle, you can pick one up for like three
1: hundred bucks off of eBay. Hey, by the way, you can you can have. When are you gonna pick up the Turtles zizzle that's at my place?
0: When <laughs> next time I'm out there. Okay. all Right. All right. All right. Spider Man. Spider-Man black suit. Do we, do we combine that as one? Let's just do Spider-Man yeah. black suit. Yeah. Okay. And then will of fortunes. Not really a ton of pinball came out that year. Big bang bar, Dell jr. Mm-hmm. Family guy. Good morning, America.
1: Ultimate golf ball frenzy. <laughs> oh, wow. Whatever that is. Wow. I'm not,
0: it says it's a converted game. I solid state electronics. It must be like this conversion was done by high end pins of Indian trail, North Carolina.
1: Oh, so uh, the game okay. was used in a benefit. Yeah, HEP. I, I didn't realize that was HEP. Yeah. I mean, he, his, his games are amazing.
0: They are amazing. And, but the weird part is, is when you click on the flyer, yeah, mail will actually show it. I was going to say it, it was not showing. Was it HEP? Yeah. High end pins. Is he in North Carolina? Yeah. He's in North Carolina. We've we interviewed this man. I can't remember where he lives. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I guess, yeah, we could put that one on the list if you want to, but. I don't we'll know exactly that. what what was. It's it's a sports, golfing, motorcycles, transportation. The flyer, for some other reason, on my end is not working
1: whatsoever. Yeah, mine's taking a while, too. But, I, okay. I, I, All right. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to
0: include it just because we can't even see pictures of this thing. So,
1: okay. Who who wants to go first?
0: Josh, I, I, Josh you want to go first? I want to go first. I was going to say the guest goes first. They get the honor of oh, I'll go doing first. it.
2: Okay. Go ahead, Don. So, from this entire list, I got to pick the three, right? And then yep, yep. What, what are my options again? Okay, let's start out.
0: We'll start out with flip. So which one would you solely get to turn around and flip?
2: Oh, well, this is Big Bang Bar, if I was just looking for a flipping to make money. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if I'd get much for a family guy.
0: <laughs> I, I'm i right there with you. I would have to. As much as Big Bang Bar is, is one of those grail pins for people, I just think that that's what you have to do.
2: And you know, I also, I don't you, think it's... A- very good game. I think it's rare. I think it's worth a lot. I think it's sought after, but I don't know that it's mm-hmm. that engaging. Well, right. I mean, it... I only
1: played it virtually, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So.
1: Okay. So the one I am going to buy to flip or pick up is ultimate golf frenzy because it's one of a kind. It's a hep game, which, you know, if you look at his, uh, at his, blog and he is meticulous and so that game has got to be amazing better than uh, than fresh off the line and you will find a customer for that one so i'm definitely buying, uh, picking that one up to flip
0: gotcha okay
1: okay what uh what game
0: are you bolting to the floor there don
2: mm, one of the zizzles for sure
1: <laughs> yeah oh, absolutely. oh, oh, oh here yeah. no
2: this is this is an easy choice for me Good Morning America is getting bolted to my floor because it's so weird. I I've got to have that just to talk about. Oh man, Did that backlash stole mine.
1: Come on, you stole mine. You Great stole minds. my Good Morning America, so you can't because I I I'm already taking it. I I actually texted. I already texted Josh Sharp because he's in the picture. Yeah, and I said, where is the Good Morning America right now? Oh,
2: I was and assuming Josh Sharp. Came with it. I bolt him too. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. No, Josh Sharp is the topper. He actually comes and he yes. plays with you. The, awesome. yeah, the, the best part, if you have not seen the clip, it's like a minute and a half. And Josh is casually talking to Robin. I don't know her last name. I'm sorry, but she's the host and he's sitting there flipping and she keeps asking him questions. And he just casually traps up and turns and talks to her during the interview. Like, uh, you know, us. just he, he just, yeah, he just. Traps up the ball because obviously you do not want to lose those points on good morning America.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, when you have a good game going, absolutely. No, I'm GC it. If right. I'm
0: bolting a game,
1: I am doing Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, Black suit edition.
0: Obviously. Yeah. I mean,
1: actually, okay, it's a great game. I like the, uh, I like the other back class. I actually had the other one. I, 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 I still love the game. It was time to move on, but I still love that game. But yes, I, I the black suit is is it's a more valuable version, but uh definitely fun. Yeah.
0: Well, you could go you could go black suit with the original backlash. That's TV. true. You could chrome.
1: <laughs> All right, Scott, which one are you bolting? Uh no, I I'm I'm bolting Good Morning America. I said Josh Sharp comes wow. as the chopper, so I'm taking him. I thought you were
0: joking. Okay. No, no, I'm
1: okay. totally loving that.
0: All right, which one are you going Todd Tucky style with and throwing off a roof or lighting on fire, Don?
2: Let's go with um, between Wheel of Fortune and Family Guy. I think I would chuck Family Guy just because I don't like that upper pinball play field thing. And it'd probably make a funny noise when it fell. And Wheel of Fortune is weird enough that I, I might actually want to hang on to it.
1: I, I'm going uh, to group a few together. <laughs> so I'm going to chuck off every Zizzle game because there's no chance any of us are playing that for longer than five minutes. And I think we could probably get those more airborne off the, off the roof than actually a, you know, a standard game. Yep. But um, yeah, man, it's, I really want like family. I I have a sore spot with family guy just because I bought it because I love Shrek and I thought this would be a great theme and I bought it and I opened it up and I started playing it. I hadn't played it before it was early in the hobby. And I knew after the first game that I had made a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it just was not a fun game. i I, I, I realized I don't like upper play fields. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm definitely launching a combination of Family Guy, and Marvel superheroes and Pirates of the Caribbean at Worlds End zizzles.
0: Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I think
1: my my mom bought a Pirates at World, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, oh,
0: wow. and because you know it was like a hundred bucks, and she's like, we get a pinball machine, and I was like, that's not a pinball machine. <laughs>
1: it looks like it looks like something that should shoot out a uh, a gumball when you drain. Well, what's funny too is
0: you could pick it up and shake it, and it had no tilt bob in it. So it was like mm-hmm. if you can hit something. You just pick it up, roll around till you get it in the spot, and you boom, you were good to go. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just it was rough. By the way, to answer your question, Scott, you were right. One, there was a ton of machines they threw off their roof. But TNT did throw off a Street Fighter Two. They That's threw right. off uh Bad Girls. Oh they threw man. is
1: awesome. Yeah. (gasps) Okay. Street fighter two. You can chuck off, but yeah. uh, A last action hero. Mm, Yeah. Not, not much of a loss. What the
0: heck is this one? It's a Gottlieb racing game. It's got like, what is
1: this? Like, yeah, those are all turds. The later Gottliebs are all turds.
0: is it like a Mario Andretti? I, I can't tell what the heck it is. The problem is, is
1: they're tossing these off the
0: roof so quickly that. Right. And they're not really like showing pictures of them and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. uh, Don, you said you played Street Fighter 2. Who was your yes. character? Oh,
2: God. Uh, was probably just Ryu. Okay. Yeah, throwing fireballs, classic. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, or Blanca, just because he was off the wall. Yeah. Yeah, you remind me of Jen Ann from Samurai Showdown, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but, I, yeah
1: Street Fighter 2 was legit, but I was more Mortal Kombat if I was going to come down between them. Yeah, I I was I was a Street Fighter Two guy, so that that came out when I was in high school. I probably dumped hundreds of dollars into that game, and I was pretty good at chun Li. That was my okay. yeah, yeah. I I I, I I I I stunk at every other one. Yeah, yeah I was really good at I mean Bird Kick. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a Mario Andretti. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, jo- Josh is back. Back to the conversation. Josh. Yeah, that's what he threw off. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness well what were your guys' takes uh we want to definitely know in the comments uh whether it be here on youtube Mm -hmm. whether it be on our facebook our instagram uh we want to know what you guys i i I think collectively the pinball community is just going to say torch all the zizzles just just yeah throw them in a bonfire i think they
2: they should vault them to be honest well, oh good good call good yeah. call. i bet costco would be up for that
0: they'd be they'd be dying to do that all over again <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, think Ooh.
2: Mods, I think we could turn this into something
0: absolutely i agree okay josh agree. talk about the hats because you posted oh, the link i did don for coming on we're getting you a hat and i'm bringing it to you at expo yes. but if if you're not on our show you know you you got to get the hat the other way the way to do it right now is i've posted on all of our socials Uh, I know on Facebook it's like our top post, but it takes you to a link of where you can enter. Like it it shows you all the new hats that we've done. I've got this one here. This is a black snapback with the Loser Kid logo, and then it's adjustable in the back. This one's not fitted. But then we have our. There's a white one. The weird part is on the pictures of the white one, the logo's center it's not going to be center when when you get it it's actually going to be on the right side
1: yeah
0: I, unless if you i'll ask the people that have have
1: ordered it but
0: that's they messed up on the
1: yeah on we, the sample. we we usually are off center i mean that's yep. the whole point of being loser kid right yep you're and then the
0: hat that scott is wearing are our, our traditional 3930 new era that mm-hmm. you know that's has the, been around since the, the beginning
1: this is the 2.0 green green version yep you can still get the 2.0s
0: or we're doing a 3.0 where it's a white hat and then black stitching or a white hat with red stitching. I, lo- I love the uh, the 3.0, the black stitching. Yes. It looks yes. good. It's funny because everyone that has ordered, it, most of them have been the white or like the grays, mm-hmm. uh, but everyone that has been on our show, because traditionally if you come on our show, we, right. we, we usually give you a hat. hat, and everyone's gone snap back on that. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's interesting. It's kind of weird that's div- so. I guess all the pinball people in the industry want snapbacks, and everyone mm-hmm. that, that isn't in the industry want wants the fitted. So, but they're nice hats. Like like we had Kerry Hardy on a, a couple episodes ago, and yeah, he swears by it. it's the most comfortable hat he's ever that's owned. Awesome, they're awesome hats. Yes. So if you want a hat, that's the way to get it. Uh, you can get all get all of our swag too on Silverball Swag slash mm-hmm. Loser Kid. Get your shoes. Yeah. Take pictures with Josh. Yep. And actually, it sounds like we're getting a, a button up shirt as well. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, you know, like my Super Mario sunset, sunshine shirt. So anyhow. Well, Don, if you want people to get a hold of you or buy your mods or how how do you do all that?
2: Yeah, just email me donspinballpodcast at gmail.com or follow the Facebook page is a good way to get out to me. Throw you slide into my DMs if you want. Um, I've got a Patreon available for $5 a month. Also, Don's Pinball Podcast. You want to get there. If you're a $5 a month subscriber, you get free stickers whenever you want. Otherwise, I'll send them out to you for five bucks. A whole stack of stickers. Uh, Shirts I got for 25 shipped in the US. So just holler at me. dude. We'll work a deal.
0: Nice. That's awesome. And if you want to get a hold of us, we are loser kid pinball podcast at gmail.com at loser kid pinball pinball on all the socials. So Facebook, Instagram X, uh, YouTube. Oh, what else is out there? Twitch, Twitter. Oh, I guess Twitter is X. I apologize. Anywho, if you'll do me a favor though, I know a lot of people, our content reaches a lot of people. I mean, we get anywhere from about 6,000 to 12,000 reaches within about a two week to four week period and we only have like 900 people that have liked us on facebook and 100 people on youtube if you're if you're enjoying our content hit the like button button hit the follow button uh or the subscribe button wherever it may be uh, we really appreciate it it's kind of funny because like we had martin gonzalez on which he's part of the 99% Invisible Podcast. And we were talking about like, they have like over a million followers on, on the podcast. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I went looking at ours and we were like 150. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I'm reading do for thousands and thousands of listens per episode. Mm-hmm. And we we don't even have like 100. We have barely have 150 subscribers. We have more, almost more YouTube subscribers in the last nine months than we do as Luther King Pinball
1: over the yep. last four years. It's weird. But it, it does help like the search algorithm. So if you if, if you like and follow, that'd be great. And don't even just follow us. Follow
0: Don's Pinball Podcast. Absolutely, dude. It's great content. I know people are loving you. I mean, you're doing something right. So you keep popping up in my feed. I don't know if it's because I like your posts <laughs> or whatnot, but
2: perfect. I'm but just, it's I'm good just be hanging around with everybody. A new episode just dropped tonight too. So it's it's hot, dripping hot Ooh. new content. Nice. Dream Lebowski from the hotel room.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> You, you, the people next in the room next to you are just going to love you all night long, aren't right they? I mean, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm thumping the bass, too. I'm not even being nice about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on, Don. And I guess, Scott, we will uh, see everyone in two weeks, right? Absolutely. Talk to you later. Later.